Hey, gun line, gun line, gun line, fire mission coming down, y'all. It's your host, Lopez. You're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast, where I come and shoot the shit like we did out in the field, having those conversations that could be controversial, that could be funny, or that could be upright fucking ridiculous. So I'm glad y'all are here today. Thank you for joining me here on this wonderful fucking Sunday, June 26, 2022. The time is 12.31 p.m. Damn, y'all. Oh, my God. What's been good? Um, I know I said recently that uh, it was going to be slowing down on the podcast, and it has. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm losing my edge on it. I'm losing my, uh, not my edge. I'm losing my motivation. You know what I'm saying? So maybe y'all could help pump me up, y'all. I'm trying to stay fucking, you know, uh, relevant, I guess you could say, if anything. But anyway, y'all. Dude, what is going on in the world? Um, Facebook is being Facebook as always. All the graduates of the University of Facebook School of Law have come out about the whole Roe v. Wade. That's that's a hell of a topic on its own right there. It seems like every time we're starting to make progress to get together, something just happens and bam, everybody splits back up again, man. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, you know, not that y'all care, but here's my point of view on it. Um, I live and let live at the end of the day. I try to live and let live. I don't agree with abortions unless it is medically necessary. Uh, for example, it's going to take the, it's putting the, the life of the mother in danger, or there was a rape, molestation, you know, stuff like that, or the life of the child is going to be super affected for example they're going to be born with some kind of deformities and whatnot you know the quality of life there that child is going to be one where they're going to be dependent you know and it's not going to be a life worth living for example like if you know a person that's like a vegetable for example you know is that really a quality of life that they that they will want to have and so for those highly um minimal percentages of all the abortions that happen those are the ones that i'm like hey you know yeah i can see it however comma if you're you know 18 and older and uh you decide to have sex but you know i'm not going to say 18 and older if you're having sex all right and you know the consequences to it that's the end of the day you know that if a penis goes into a vajayjay that there's a possibility that you're going to be pregnant. And um, yeah, I've said it a couple of times. Y'all are selfish for doing that type of shit, you know, for killing a child inside of your womb. You know, I don't care if you call it a fetus at the moment that has a heartbeat, it is a life. But that's just my opinion. You know, um, I'm not a woman. I don't have a womb. I get it. But um, it's just my opinion. Okay. So y'all want to come down on me on it? Go ahead. It doesn't bother me, y'all. It really doesn't. You know, um, I was having a couple of discussions on the Facebook on I would want to say discussions because the other people just react emotionally. And um, they were just, oh, well, you, you don't have a womb. You don't understand. I, I don't. I don't understand. Here's one thing I do understand, though. Um, my body, my choice. Uh, then, you know what? You had a choice to wrap that motherfucking penis up. All right. And let's say, for example, you do get knocked up and you do want to keep it. You know, but the father doesn't want anything to do with it. You know, they want to fucking they want you to have an abortion because they're not ready to be a father. 
they don't have a say in it, right? But you know what uh, the law has a say in? You owe money till that child turns 18. So um, that's kind of a fucked up situation, ain't it? You know, um, let's say that the father does want to be in a child's life, but the woman decides to terminate it. All of a sudden, fuck him, right? That's kind of like where I see things at. I just think it's selfish. And I mean, I don't believe the government needs to be in our business, what we do with our bodies. You're right about that. But that is another body within your body. So that's why it's kind of like teeter-tottering with me. But that's nor here nor there. Y'all keep arguing that shit all day long. There'll be some other tragic event that's going to happen that's going to fucking come and uh, try to unite us all over again and have us forget about this. This is just the topic of the week for the next two weeks, because before that, it was the fucking January 6th committee bullshit. I guess that's going on. Ain't nobody watched that. You know, everybody was watching motherfucking Johnny Depp and Amber Heard I, guilty as fucking charge. January 6th bullshit. Oh, why do I want to watch something about a riot? You know what I'm saying? I don't see no motherfucking uh, court cases going on for the, all the goddamn looting and shooting and hooping and hollering that was going on back in 2020 out in those cities where motherfuckers were getting shit burnt down. And, you know, anyways, so there's that right there for you. But the funniest of all that shit is all those that are riding with Biden, y'all. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, y'all want to be riding with him on a bicycle. I'll tell you that much, because that motherfucker ate shit, y'all. I was dying. I'm not going to lie. I was fucking dying. That shit was funny as fuck. <laughs> motherfucker came to a complete stop and just plop. <laughs> Dog, that shit's hilarious. I guess gas prices are so high. They want that motherfucker bicycling everywhere he goes. Can somebody please... Tell old Uncle Joe Biden that um he needs to give it up, pimp. He needs to give it up. And somebody's like, who, who's our vice president, by the way? Because I haven't seen this chick anywhere at all or heard anything about her at all. So, God damn, man. It's it's a fucking trip, y'all. It's a fucking trip. <laughs> all this shit. Oh, my God. So that's the funniness of, um, of the past couple of weeks that I haven't been i mean i've only missed like one or two podcasts i guess i don't i don't fucking i don't keep track but i will be having a guest on here shortly or soon uh which um well once i get everything squared away with him and uh he'll be come on coming on here and do a shoot the shit episode i think that's the, the probably the format i'm gonna go with you know do one week where it's just me on a solo tip and then do one week where you know i do an interview you know what i mean um it, or maybe even two weeks between just because I've noticed that the numbers are going down on the podcast, which shows me that people are bored or tired of hearing the same old dumb shit, which I don't blame y'all, man. You know, I mean, it's not like I'm the Joe Rogan of shit. It's not like I'm a fucking comedian. I'm just a motherfucker out here with a microphone and a computer who finds the only way to have a conversation with other folks is through this. And what I like about this is that um, it's almost interactive in a way because it might be late, later that I'll, that I'll get feedback or anything about it. But this is a conversation, to, um, something that I, you know, I can discuss again with someone else. I don't know. Uh, being in a household with fucking three kids uh, and a wife and then work, it, um, it kind of eats you up and you don't really have conversations. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my oldest daughter has now just... Uh, got to the point where she just cut us out you know uh she's uh now along the lines of like leave me the fuck alone i want to be in my room she's been like that for quite some time now but now it's like all right 
got it. You know, you don't want to come out with us. You don't come out with us. Stay at home. Do your thing, you know. Um, very independent for a 12-year-old. She's always been mature for her age, I guess you could say. Um, but, you know, it's it's cool when I get to see her being daddy's girl every once in a while. So it was a little bit heartbreaking today, to be honest. I went to IHOP with the family to have breakfast today. And um, when when she said she didn't want to come, I didn't want to bother her about it because honestly, then all it does, it just, she has a miserable time and she starts taking it out on the other, on our siblings. Siblings, big word that I recently learned, you know, less than a decade ago. I had no idea what the word meant. And I'm 45, by the way. But anyways, she um, she takes it out on them. And rather than, you know, put her through a miserable time and put the kids through a miserable time, which in turn will make everybody have a miserable time at the IHOP, we just left her there. And I'm not going to lie. It was a bit um, almost overwhelming, you know, or under, I don't know what the fucking word. It was almost emotional because it was something that I like doing as a family. And now it just doesn't feel like a family anymore. I don't know if any of y'all have gone through that, you know, uh, and feel what I'm saying. But um, yeah, it was kind of a trip, man. It was kind of a fucking trip. Though. Um, but whatever. You know, hopefully she'll come around. I know that one way that I can get her to come out with me at least is I just tell her, hey, I'm going on, on a motorcycle ride. You want to ride? You know, jumping on the bike. And I know she'll jump on, you know, and we'll go do something with that. So anyways, with that being said, dude, um, it's been fucking hot as balls. If you see me sweating in here, it's because it's fucking I'm in the oven. Pretty much my garage is an oven and um. There's no air conditioning in here. I have a fucking little fan that spins, but eh, it's still hot as balls in here. Fucking Texas, dude. It's making me, you know, it, it sucks because I'm out there watering every fucking day and it looks like I'm just watering weeds. My grass is fucking yellow, y'all. And then I look at everybody else's motherfucking grass and that shit's all green and luscious and fucking purty as fuck. And I'm just like. So that's where that phrase of grass is always greener, huh? I don't know. I mean, luckily, I, I got in contact with somebody to come and take a look about dropping some motherfucking St. Augustine because um, I got some trees in the front. And so a lot of grass isn't very shade tolerant and St. Augustine is supposed to be. So hopefully, you know, once we get that squared away, they'll come and take care of that. I'm supposed to be getting those fucking um, that estimate here soon, shortly. And then what else has been going on in my life, y'all? Uh, oh. I've been shopping for RVs, y'all. Um, yeah, if you're on my personal Facebook page, um, then you know that I've been stuck looking at fucking RVs because honestly, I want to become more out, out adventurous, outgoing, I guess. Uh, I'm tired of just fucking taking a pop-up tent, first of all, to the river uh, or to the lake. And it's about a hundred and fucking... 20 degrees inside the goddamn tent you know and we were supposed to over, overnight camp uh last year bruh by 2 30 a.m we were done like nope me and emily got in the fucking um in the truck i've closed everything up if it's one thing i learned how to do in the military or in the army especially specifically in the field artillery was how to march order quietly so you know i closed everything up about 2 30 in the morning everybody was knocked out zonked out sleeping all around us I just closed everything up and just took off and um, didn't bother anyone. So thank you, Army. You, you, you taught me how to do something really well. Dude, um, speaking about the military, um, 
I want to give a big congratulations to my nephew. Uh, my nephew picked up for a staff sergeant. Uh, he's just like his uncle, you know, he, he's making six and six. I mean, six and four, excuse me. He made five and three. He's going to make six and four, just like I did. So I'm pretty proud of that little motherfucker, man. Um, he's an ADA, um, you know, he's a duck hunter and you know, I'm pretty proud of him. I really am. You know, I've seen this kid since he was like fucking five-year-old, six-year-old. He's been in my life and I've always looked at him almost like my own child, um, mainly because, you know, I was there for, I, I think, a lot of key moments for him. You know, for example, like, you know, I taught him how to swim. I taught him how to fly a kite. You know, I gave him his first beer. You know, it's just stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I love that kid, man. I'm really, really proud of him. Um, so if you're listening, Eric, if you ever listen to this shit, you know, I'm proud of you, boss. You keep doing what you're doing. And uh, yeah, man, it's great to see him going on to do good things and better things. And um, I know that he's not going to be a shitbag NCO who's just a stripe wearer. So, oh, man, um, dude, it's it's a trip, man. Um, I'd be 18 years in right now if I would have been able to fucking stay. I'd be two years out of retirement. And I think to myself, where would I have been? What would I have done? Would I not have been med boarded, you know? Um, and, and, you know, I think a lot of us get trapped in that cycle or in that frame of thought that we do to, you know, things out of our hands. Uh, we didn't continue our military career or even those that did get out on their own accord um, prior to retiring, you know, doing all your, your, what you planned out to do. You know, you, you think back, you know, I, I look back at Hubbard, who's a first sergeant now. I look at Reen, who's a first sergeant now. You know, me and I was private. I was a private with them. You know what I'm saying? And it's awesome to see these guys up there. It really fucking is. So it just, and then I see Sergeant Nativitat, who, who's a first sergeant, definitely going to make Sergeant Major. There's no fucking doubt in my mind on that, you know? So, and he was one of my, my NCOs. He was a E5 when I got in. Same platoon, different, um, different sections, but still, you know, definitely made an impact. So, I mean, it's just great to see the caliber of NCOs that those gentlemen became, you know, and especially when we go back to our private days, you know, or our, our, our enlisted, our lower enlisted days. And it's great to see them doing great things. Congratulations, gentlemen. First Iron Hubbard and First Iron Irene. Y'all are fucking awesome. You know, I have no doubt in my mind that you guys will continue to succeed in all you do. You know, we, we came up with a different group of a batch of NCOs. We were blessed. And I think that they made a big difference in our military careers and decisions. So with that said, artillery is such a small world. You know, um, the guest that I'm planning on having on here, hopefully next week or the following, um, he, he, uh, we have a lot of uh, friends in, in common, you know, uh, just a couple of names. I mean, I'm not going to say the name. It doesn't matter to y'all, but it's just a trip. Like, you know, I've never met this cat in my life. However, we have a connection. It's almost like that fucking six degrees of separation with fucking um with Kevin Bacon, you know. So that's pretty cool, man. Um, for you new cats in the military, or you know, just I advise that you 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 make the best of it. 
you know um i had to delete my tiktok y'all I, I didn't delete the account i deleted the um the app off my phone um because i got tired of seeing just and it's 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 definitely gone down a lot of all these fucking uh soldiers bitching and shit like that which is awesome you know there's one uh i think she's a sergeant major that goes on there and she gives like updates on on fucking uh, army regs or fms and shit like that which is pretty cool now that i see a reason for it you know that fucking cool shit but motherfuckers just going under to bitch and complain or you know put their fucking unit on blast it's fucking embarrassing bro it's, it's fucking embarrassing and then you look at some of these other fucking military uh themed facebook pages and shit with text messages being put on there i mean some of them you even have to wonder like are y'all being trolled dog i mean because some of that shit just seems too fucking fake man too fucking fake but whatever whatever man that's just shit that's on my mind you know um i was going i was reading a buddy's uh facebook status earlier and um it got me to thinking like you know he I, it's how can i put this it seems like you know he he's finding acquaintances out in the civilian sector but finding it a struggle to maintain those friendships because sometimes they seem like they're just like fair weather friends you know and i'm not saying that in the military we we there aren't any of those because there certainly are but there's a lot more of a bond between veterans especially those that actually you know surf together like in theater um you know i'm not taking anything away from you garrison um you know soldiers but i'm saying like those that served you know they have that this bond that's built it's kind of like those guys that you go to basic with boot camp with and you stay friends with them you know it's because y'all went through some hard shit together that you know you're able to differentiate between what a fair weather friend would be and what a brother would be, you know? So, I mean, I could always look at any motherfucking veteran and say, he's my brother, whether he's a shitbag fucking vet, uh, soldier at the time or not. I, you know, I have to say he's my brother because that motherfucker at the end of the day, put on a goddamn uniform and, you know, served his goddamn country at a time that it was at war. You know, and um, was he the greatest soldier? Probably not. I'm not talking about the one right now. I'm just talking about in general, you know, and um, but still, you know, even the one I talk shit about, you know, you know, like Freeman, we talk shit about Freeman. But at the end of the day, you know, I'll talk shit to his face. And I, um, <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the day, he, he wore the uniform. So he was a brother, you know, uh, but then there's others that you have a special kinship, special bond with that you will take with you forever you know that you communicate all the time and you haven't seen each other in fucking forever in a day you know um and i think that's some of the things that that we miss because we build those things you know so for you all that are coming out you know the ones that are like with the, one foot out the door and shit um keep those relationships that you've had you know and it's a trip like one of my homeboys hit me up at a fucking nowhere i hadn't talked to this cat in a hot minute since i seen him back in fort hood you know and that was quite some time ago and then he went to uh to washington and uh but he hit me up out of nowhere you know um uh, after the uvaldi thing you know and i'm pretty sure it was to check up on me and how the family's doing and whatnot which is appreciated 
That's my brother. I'm telling you, I love this motherfucker like my own brother. And yo, we, I haven't talked to this dude in forever in a day, but I guarantee I could fucking call him and it, we'd be chopping it up like without missing a fucking beat, you know? And um, so as you're coming out, make sure you keep in contact with those fellas and keep in contact with those that may look like they're struggling out there uh, because sometimes you don't even see it. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because um, on July 4th, it's going to be an anniversary here for a lot of our brothers from uh, 277 Field Artillery uh, when we were stationed in Fort Hood. So um, if you were an Alpha Battery 277 FA, 4th uh, ID out of Fort Hood, Texas, between 2004 and shit, and, and 2004 and before they reflected 582, which I think he was part of 582 as well, I'm not too sure. But we have an anniversary coming up, and that's for one of our, our brothers, uh, Quintero, you know, and uh, when Q became um, one of the 22, uh, it hit us really hard, specifically because this was somebody that we did not see this coming from ever, you know, and he and I were not the best of friends. I can tell you that right now. As privates, I think we were about to fucking fight each other many a times. Like, you know, I was a big shit talker back then and me and him did not get along at all. We had our, we were like frenemies at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, um, I still remember he had reached out to me sometime around this time prior to uh, when he, you know, did what he did. And, um, and he was like, hey, brother, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, man, no doubt. So, you know, I give him my phone number and I try to reach out to him. I try to call him and he was like, hey, I'm busy on some duties, but I'll get back to you. You know what I mean? And um, unfortunately, the next time I heard about him was um, when, you know, his life ended. And um, it took a lot of us by surprise once again, because this is not something that we saw coming out of somebody like him. He was always a hard charger. He was always high speed, you know. Um, yeah, I'll say it. He was a bit of an ass kisser, you know, we're privates, you know, but that's just my perception. You know, that's a lot of the things that we had. Uh, but you know, I keep it real y'all. I keep it real on the gun line. Um, but he was still a good dude at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Certain people just do things certain ways, but, um, that's just what my perception of him was between, you know, those times when I knew him, but he was still a good person and he was still my brother. So it still hurt me when I heard, heard about that. And I know that um, there's some brothers out there that are hurting as well as this anniversary is coming up. Because, again, it's it's not like it was somebody that was throwing signs out there of, of sadness, of depression or or, you know, illnesses or anything of that sort, you know. So just make sure you reach out to your brethren out there, man, your brothers and your sisters. Make sure that they're OK. Make sure that, um, you know, a text every once in a while. Hey, how you doing, man? What's been good? Nah, not too bad, brother. You know, just doing this and that and this. All right, cool, man. You know, just letting know I'm still here. You know what I mean? Just something like that. You don't have to dig too deep, but just to let them know that sometimes that communication could come in at the moment that they need somebody and you just fucking flip their fucking mind, bro. It's like that movie, fucking, um, It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Christmas movie that I watch every fucking year. It's a Wonderful Life. If you haven't watched it, I recommend it. It's an old black and white flick. And um, basically, just to give you the quick fucking um, the summary of it, uh, dude's having a hard life. Dude says, 
I'm going to off myself. Then he says, I w- life would be better if I wasn't here anyway. And then um, he gets to see what life would have been like had he not been born or what life would be like without him. And it's just a trip how such small acts make such a big impact. So just make sure y'all go out there and reach out to your brothers, man. You know, um, it's tough out there. It's really fucking tough out there. After everybody, you know, had that, you know, the the COVID shit run through where motherfuckers couldn't get jobs and all this shit. Now there's jobs all over the place, though. Motherfuckers just don't want to do them. But, um, you know, just, just check because sometimes times are tough, you know, and a lot of us cats are very prideful and um, we'll share shit with those that we trust the most. You know, I'm trying to become more open as I do this and discuss things with you all. And, um, you know, and I'll tell you, like, my mental is starting to fucking suffer again. Well, not suffer again. It's always suffered, you know, but... I was able to keep it in check for a minute, you know, and um, I've been doing the therapy. I've been doing the fucking um, the what's this shit called? Uh, my, you know, my group therapy. So that's another avenue for you all out there. Go get some help, man. Look, and if you're just somebody that's just trying to get a rating, um, you know, for some shit you never did. Don't do yourself a favor and just step out of the fucking way. Let the real motherfuckers that have issues handle theirs because there's a fucking backlog with motherfuckers that are doing these things just so they can continue to build their case you see what i'm saying and it was for a case that they probably had nothing on but they went on and read a blog uh, and showed them how to fucking get a certain percentage by doing certain things from the va if you're one of those pieces of shit that are doing that backlogging it so that veterans who need help have to wait six fucking months to get seen by a goddamn shrink, you're an asshole, dog. You're a fucking asshole. All right. I'm going to tell you like this last year in fucking August, when I fucking finally just damn near, it was bad. You know, um, it took me from August all the way to January before I actually had a one-on-one with a fucking shrink that was going to be consistent versus just talking to anybody or a shrink, you know, who was like, you know, just asking the same fucking questions over and fucking over. I don't know how many times they can ask you about, have you thought about suicide? Have you had this? Have you had that? Like, dude, I just answered these fucking questions two weeks ago. And now here you got me doing it again. No, that's not what I fucking want. I wanted to talk to somebody, talk to a goddamn doctor, a mental person that's supposed to help me with this shit because I got tired of carrying this fucking load thinking I could do it by my motherfucking self, but I couldn't. I fucking came down and I couldn't do it no more, man. Don't fall victim like I did, all right? Don't fall in the trap of thinking that you can do something and then realizing you can't because that's a fucking shitty way to fucking to feel with no support. And it's not that I didn't have it. I could have looked for it, you know, between my friends and amongst my friends. And there was uh, one or two of them that I reached out to and that we talked about it. And, you know, they were there for me. Hunt, my co-host, he was one. He was always there for me, you know, and I appreciate that, brother. And then the other one was Kowaltic. I always reach out to him. That's my brother from another mother. 
Um, he could tell when something's not right or something's not vibing, he'll hit me up and, you know, and, and we'll talk about it. You know what I mean? And, you know, the funny thing is that he'll tell me, stop being a pussy. But at the same time, he's telling me, stop being a pussy. You know what I mean? But it, he'll do it in a way that's comedic, but at the same time, realistic. Like, you know, I understand what you're going through, but it's that gun line humor shit of like, you're being a fucking pussy with a Sandy vagina, but it's that gun line humor. You know, he does it with humor in it where he, I know that he's being sincere about he cares about me, but also that jab at the bottom, like fucking pussy ass punk, which little vagina crybaby shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that I loved of the gun line, y'all. That's what I want to recreate here. That's what I've been trying to do for the past two years. I've noticed the numbers going down. I don't give a fuck. I'm still going to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all keep, li I don't care if there's just one motherfucker listening. I got you, dog. You my homie. I appreciate you. But anyways, y'all, I'm going to get out of here. I just wanted to come here for a little and um, just uh, release some tension. Oh, I'll tell you what, though, dog. Out here in the fucking civilian sector, dude, I'm a supervisor now. Basically, I'm in the same position I was as a section chief, right? Um, I got 13 associates under me. So um, it's a... Uh, it's a trip, dog. Um, it it takes a lot out of me. I'll tell you that to um, want to tell some people like quit crying because some of them just cry over some bullshit. But um, then again, like it's given me the joy of the responsibility again, and that's one thing that I'm pretty grateful for. You know um, that I have that sense of accomplishment now when i see that my associates are doing well you know the thing is though like it's it's just great it's just i know that they've been doing it for a hard time i'm not somebody that beats a fucking dead horse you know what i mean and i'm not somebody that sugarcoats things either i don't play that you know beat around the bush you know oh this, this is no 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 hey no this you know you did this good this was good but this is where you're fucking up Let's get this done. Not in those words, obviously. It's corporate fucking America, y'all. But I mean, you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm excited that I'm doing that. And um, even with my memory issues that I've been having lately too, dude, I've been times on my computer where I'm literally going from one person to another where I was going to do something on, on, their, on, like on my admin portion. That's the only thing that fucking blows balls, dog. Admin this reconciliation of hours and fucking time. And I wish everybody could be salary like in the army. I didn't have to do shit about hours. Oh, you got a problem with your pay? Let's go to finance, dog. You know what I'm saying? There was a whole fucking place for it. Not anymore. But anyways, uh, I appreciate y'all here hanging out with me, man. Um, it was maybe like, what, a half hour fucking thing. Um, hope you enjoyed this. Um, I just needed to drop some motherfucking release some uh uh some i guess not stress but just some thoughts to the universe um with that being said y'all um let me just see again if you're riding with biden make sure it's not on a bike all right and if you're riding with biden i hope uh that he's paying for your gas and let's see last but not least be careful where you go to to get an abortion now if you ride in with Biden, I don't know. Anyways, I'll catch y'all later, man. If y'all have any questions, y'all know where to hit me up. Holy shit. Oh, God damn. What the fuck? Rona? The Rona's making a comeback, too. I saw some of that on the news, but 
I haven't watched news, as you can see. I don't watch news. I get my news off of Facebook and people that bitch off of there. Anyways, with that being said, I appreciate y'all being here with me, man. Um, rounds complete. Intermission. Gun line out. Bye, y'all.